1: NY or text Hope NY in New York.
0: To see Ooh. the hang ups we have today, we to.
1: Into episode 195 of the Sources Say Podcast, your go to Kentucky basketball and recruiting podcast on the growing KSR Podcast Network. The Sources Say Podcast is As always, presented by our good friends at Justice Dental, you can make an appointment at one of two Lexington locations. That's on Wellington Way and Blazer Parkway. Now is a great time to schedule your dental cleaning. Remember that regular dental appointments are important for your overall health. You can learn more and make an appointment at justicedental.com. Dr. Justice and Dr. Thompson, look forward to seeing you soon. I'm your host, Jack Pilgrim of Kentucky Sports Radio, and tonight... It is just me, myself, and I. It is Saturday night, July 9th, uh, and uh, I just wanted to use this time and uh, gather my thoughts. There's a lot going on in the world of UK basketball recruiting, specifically uh, with DJ Wagner, with Aaron Bradshaw, with Justin Edwards, and... A lot of rumors and rumblings and reports uh, and things that I really wanted to sift through and use this platform to uh, just kind of give you the latest of what's, what's happening, what Kentucky side is feeling, what uh, national Sources and, and people in the know are thinking on these various recruitments, uh, give updated timelines on things. I just really kind of break things down because it feels like these three decisions in particular are the ones that are uh, coming up here, I guess, the soonest. At least that's what's being reported. Uh, I guess we should start with Aaron Bradshaw because this is a player that uh, fans have been waiting for his imminent commitment, I guess, Since he left MBPA Top 100 camp last week in Orlando, literally the last day of camp, uh, he surprises the media. He comes out for a media opportunity, and uh, he kind of just shocks everybody and says, Yeah, I've already made up my mind. I know where I'm going to school. Uh, Well, he says, uh, somebody asked uh, about his decision and a decision timeline and he says my college decision so uh the pro route is still very much uh, up in the air and that's something that we'll talk about here in just a second but uh, he said that he had already made up his mind among colleges and that uh, he was going to announce before Peach Jam so uh, I'm no math major but Peach Jam runs uh, between July 17th and the 24th and it is now July 9th so Something would tell me that that would be something that would be happening in the very near future, uh, that that's, um, um, something that in Kentucky has been seen as the overwhelming favorite for quite some time now. So uh, put two and two together, it feels like we should be on the cusp of a commitment for our arguably the number one center in high school basketball. Uh, but I will add that uh, there has been a little bit of a snag in that um, for fans that are hoping for something in the next couple of days. I was told that it's it, it very well may not happen this week. This could be uh, one that drags on just a Little Bit more so uh, immediately following uh, the MBPA top 100 camp, I was told that so he was a, supposed to announce on Friday uh, of last week uh the the last day of mbpa top 100 camp he was going to announce before he left uh, as kind of an afternoon announcement uh that came and went i was told that he was going to go home and get a professional video done and kind of do do it the right way um you know get instead just a a random announcement on twitter or what what have you he wanted to go home and uh, get it uh, get it professionally done so i was anticipating one i was told that it, it you know T- usually those videos take a day or two, a couple days uh, to get done. So I was kind of penciling in a Wednesday-ish commitment date, and go figure, uh, he puts out on uh, his uh, Instagram story, a you know, random numbers, 07065, and it just so happened to be leading up to July 6th. Which oh seven oh six, and then you just put two and two together. You'd think that five, you know, five o'clock, uh, that that could be a tell. Now that is the zip code of where he's from, so you know it could just be him. It could have been just him shouting out a zip code, but that kind of felt like a you know paying homage to your. Your area where you're from And, and it, it put two and two together It made a lot of sense for him to commit on that day So around 5 o'clock on July 6th uh, Everybody was kind of pa- patiently waiting For a, a surprise announcement from Aaron Bradshaw That, that video that he uh, wanted to get done Waiting for that to come out at 5 o'clock And 5 o'clock comes and goes And no commitment happens So uh, people were kind of going Okay, well maybe something is happening Why hasn't he talked about his uh, commitment at all. Why Why have we not gotten any updates on this? So uh, I talked to somebody that's very much in the know with this recruitment in particular, and they said that there's a little bit of uh, not necessarily even second guessing, but just wanting to uh, double and triple check everything over. Really want to confirm that this is what they want to do on on their end. Uh, some you know people, different voices inside the family that are they're just saying you know I want to make sure that this is the right fit for Aaron that this is really what he wants to do. Um, there was some talk about the G League, and there's that's still going to be a, a something that that comes up. That uh, there's some talk that he would commit to a college, and then several months down the road. Sign a contract with the G League, and then he never sets foot on campus. And I think that uh, that was initially a worry for Ke- for Kentucky on their side. But I was told today that uh, that n- isn't necessarily even a, a concern, a major concern of, of Kentucky's at this point. Really, uh, I think Kentucky is just still trying to fight off d- down the home stretch. They still want him. They want to uh, get him. Committed as soon as possible, but they're still fighting off some other schools. And yes, one of those schools is the Louisville Cardinals. Uh, they're still fighting down the wire. They were still uh, a- attending every one of his games this weekend in Kansas City at the at the Nike EYBL event. So uh, Louisville still thinks they're in it. They're still confident that they uh, have a shot at it. And Kentucky understands that it's not a done deal. That they that uh, maybe not even that they thought, but that what national people thought, what local uh, insiders thought uh, that that Kentucky is going to. To fight down the stretch and do whatever it takes to get this kid committed because they are very high on his game. Seven foot one, um, shot blocking standout. He runs the floor well, uh, very strong physical dunker. He's really growing as a jump shooter from the mid range, so uh, that is a, a player that Kentucky wants, and they are going to battle down the stretch. So uh, it's not over yet. There's a couple snags that they're trying to get cleaned up on their end and and uh, really do what it takes to fight down the stretch and get him. Committed. committed. Committed as soon as possible, but I was told to not expect a commitment this week, uh, which is definitely something that uh, goes against what he just said. The last time he talked to the media, he said it was going to be very, very soon before Peach Jam. And uh, with only one week before Peach Jam, it appears that that is going to drag out uh, just a little bit longer than I think fans had, had hoped for. So uh, just keep it, a close eye on that Kentucky is still battling down the stretch hoping to land a commitment from uh, arguably the number one center uh, in the class of 2023 moving on down the list uh, you gotta go with DJ Wagner the player that uh, has just absolutely taken the recruiting world by storm the biggest recruitment uh, that this state of Kentucky has seen the in-state battle between Kentucky and Louisville uh, it's I mean for my money it's the the biggest in-state rivalry recruitment that we have seen ever Ever, uh at least in in several decades at the very least. But uh DJ, uh there's a lot of talk that Kentucky is picking up momentum once again. That uh, you know, Kentucky was the longtime favorite. Basically, since this kid came out of the womb, he was destined to play for John Calipari at Kentucky. You guys know the story by now. We've said it over and over again that John Calipari. Uh, coached his father, DeWan at Memphis, that uh, Dewan has been on record and said that he owes his life to John Calipari. Cal pushed him out the door at Memphis when he wanted to return. Uh, He was a top five draft pick. That decision uh, ended up being a crucial one because of health health issues that um, ended up coming out. Just a few years into his NBA career That ended his professional basketball career And really was a you know Generational wealth situation Where if if Cal had Let him come back to Kentucky Then uh, who knows what would have happened Who knows uh, if he would have ever gotten That top five draft pick Money if, if the health concerns would have Popped up the following year what have you uh, So he has been on record And said that I owe my life to John Calipari and that stuff just doesn't Go away and uh, that's why Kentucky has been the overwhelming favorite, basically from the time he was born, from the time he emerged as a, a true high-profile blue chip recruit, uh, all the way up until Kenny Payne was hired. It was it was a done deal. Nobody was even seen as an outside threat to land DJ. Then Kenny Payne is hired. Uh, there's some talk that okay, you know, is Worldwide West going to throw? Uh, KP a bone because of how close they are. Is is this going to be their first statement uh, recruit at Louisville to kind of get get Kenny Payne's feet underneath him as a head coach? You know what is what's going to happen there? Then Kenny hires Milt Wagner uh, in an off court role, and there's obviously the the grandfather connection there. That uh, you never know what happens with that. That's when all the momentum started shifting in favor of Louisville, or at least you know that's what the national insiders started to. Uh, anticipate. So now it's been uh, a couple months since that, that. So that happened in March. So you have March, uh, April, May, June, July. We're going into four months of uh, some pretty substantial Louisville buzz, at least national nationally. I talked to some people. Uh, as I wrote on KSR over the last week, that there's some some pretty substantial buzz uh, talking to national insiders, people that know the basketball world inside and out, that uh, the exact quote that I got, that, that there's uh, blood in the water right now at Louisville. The fact that they are unable to close with any of these recruits. They swung and missed on so many high-profile transfers. that continue to miss in the uh, high school recruiting scene. They have not landed a statement transfer or recruit since Kenny Payne got hired, and I, I think that other coaches are starting to see the blood in the water that these guys are, are making all of these false promises and, and over-hyping things and, and over-promising, but what has it amounted to? They, they haven't delivered on any substantial recruit. I mean, The biggest name they've gotten so far is Brandon huntley Hatfield, and uh, that's a name that is very familiar with Kentucky fans. The UK cut ties with him uh, as a high-profile five-star recruit. He kind Kind of was showed some flashes at Tennessee, but really wasn't a, a high impact type of guy. And Louisville's hoping that he just kind of unlocks the the top-end recruiting potential that he has uh, when he was a five-star recruit so uh, that is the biggest statement they've made on the recruiting trail they've missed out on six or seven high-profile transfers that they've gotten they only have like eight scholarship players on the roster one scholarship point guard who was very underwhelming this past season they were looking to upgrade that position and just haven't been able to even add a body to do that and I think other coaches are starting to see that they they see that they can't Close, and they're starting to get confident on their end uh, that they can beat Louisville out for any recruit that they want. It's just added a, another bolt, uh, you know, jolt of of momentum on other schools' parts. And I do think that part of that is Kentucky, and, and Kentucky is seeing that and going, "Look, we have this family relationship. We have Lance Ware already on the roster who played with DJ earlier on at, at Camden. You also have Kareem Watkins, who is his half brother, already on the roster. You already have the." two-plus decade-long relationship with Dewan Wagner, you go down the list and it's connection after connection after connection. And I'm here to tell you that Kentucky has never wavered in its in its confidence uh, when it comes to DJ Wagner. They have been confident from the start, uh, understanding that, yeah, we saw what happened with Cade Cunningham. We've seen what happened has happened with several other family tie relationships that, you know what, when you hire a grandpa, uh, it becomes a family decision at that point. But, uh, Kentucky on their end said, well, we have family on our side, too. We have the brother. We have the dad. And I think that's something that Kentucky just said, you know what? If he chooses grandpa, he chooses grandpa. But we are not going down without a fight. They are very, very confident. They've been confident this whole time. Now, I will add uh, there's been a lot of uh, of movement, and, and it all happened this week. You saw Travis Branham of 247 Sports. He changed his pick, and he has a 94% all-time uh, hit rate right, uh, over with his crystal ball, balls over at two four seven sports, uh, and he changed his prediction from Louisville to Foggy. And I interviewed him shortly after that decision, and he told me that uh, he does think that Kentucky has all of the momentum right now, but he wasn't comfortable enough to switch it completely over to Kentucky as of yet because, uh, as of this past week, when he interviewed DJ over in Spain at the FIBA U seven U seventeen with Team USA. Uh, DJ still said that he was planning on taking a couple more visits before making a final decision and if he's taking official visits it's very clear that Louisville is going to get at least one of those visits and uh, once you get a kid on campus uh, especially with their connections especially having grandpa there obviously that could throw a wrench into things and that's why Travis Branham has not been overly optimistic uh, at least in terms of not, not being ready to flip that thing over to Kentucky as of yet but he was very clear that he thought Kentucky had picked up a lot of Momentum, uh, then you start getting these 95% confidence uh, picks, and and just all this kind of uh, a, a bunch of different people coming from a bunch of different outlets talking uh, very very highly of Kentucky and their chances. I will say that uh, I had heard some very positive Kentucky buzz with just me uh, in particular and that, that Kentucky it, it remains confident and that Louisville was maybe losing a little bit of confidence. There was the talk that uh, Cal went to Spain to go watch DJ and Kenny Payne didn't go to Spain and, and take the time to go watch him as well. So there's a lot of kind of back and forth with that as well. But um, talking to people on Kentucky side of things, they don't think that it's a done deal in the slightest. They are confident in their position and and they know that they've put in the work to... Uh, regain this momentum. They they don't think it's a, a a coincidence, but this talk of a silent commitment or this it's a done deal. The decision has been made. Uh, let's pop champagne and pour it over ice cream. That's not the case. Kentucky is going to fight. They're clawing, uh, trying to hold off Louisville down the stretch. Like they uh, they they do not think it's a done deal. They are not uh, overly optimistic that that they can just. Kick their legs back and and pop a beer and say, we got this thing wrapped up. Let's go celebrate uh, the, another five-star edition. They are absolutely grinding tooth and nail to get this kid committed. And there's a lot of talk that this could happen within the next couple of weeks. Uh, there was some talk about maybe Peach Jam, maybe a little bit after Peach Jam. I do think that we could see a decision by the end of July, uh, at least by the early stages of uh, of August I think that that is going to be something to keep a very close eye on the dead period uh lasts all the way through peach jam which is ends July 24th so he can't take any visits until July 25th when the quiet period opens back up so uh, that will definitely be something to keep a close eye on I was told uh several weeks back that Nike was really pushing hard to get a couple high profile commitments uh, ready to go for uh, Peach Jam. They want to get a lot of eyes on this high profile event. That you know, this is the, um, th- this is what it all leads up to. This is what all these grassroots events, all you know, Nike Session One, Two, Three, Four, uh, all these Pangos, all the MBPA, even, uh, all, you know, some of these other smaller end camps. Like this is what this all leads up to is Peach Jam. This is the, uh, the grassroots championship where all of the marbles are are pushed in. Everything is ready to go. They want to get some high-profile athletes to commit at this event. and and Justin Edwards, and we'll talk about him in a second, he came out and said he would like to commit at Peach Jam, so that could potentially be one as well. There's some talk that DJ could be another one of those guys, something that they're kind of working with behind the scenes. Uh, I was told that that it it could be something to keep a close eye on, but again, nothing is done. He hasn't even finalized a decision on on his end. There is some talk that uh, Kentucky is ramping up uh, things in, in a very serious way and they have. Retaken the the lead and the momentum just just from a very surface level perspective, but nothing is done. Kentucky is still fighting as if it's a very open recruitment. Uh, so if Kentucky is still fighting and, and they are still pushing and hoping that they can get things wrapped up here uh, sooner rather than later, then I think Kentucky fans shouldn't just assume that this is done and 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 they were able to land them. And Louisville is you know making fun of Louisville fans and saying, "Uh oh, we got them!" Like. I think it's time to just kind of tap the brakes a little bit, reel it in just a little bit, be confident in Kentucky's uh, stance and where they stand, but uh, it, it's not a done deal by any stretch of the imagination, and it's going to be a, a, a back-and-forth battle all the way down the stretch. So uh, it, this could be wrapped up here in the next couple of weeks, but it is not done uh, under any circumstance as things stand right, stand right now. Let's wrap up. With Justin Edwards, uh, again, there's a a lot of Kentucky buzz with him. I talked to several different people, people close to Kentucky side of things, people very close to Justin himself. Uh, Yeah, Kentucky has kind of taken over the momentum right now, and I think that Tennessee is kind of losing just a little bit of that momentum, just kind of understanding that they have had to lead with him for so long that they prioritized him from day one and really made him feel like uh, that you know that he was their top priority. That uh, they did everything. I talked to somebody close to Justin that said that you could not have asked for a better recruitment uh, than what Tennessee was given. They they did everything that they needed to do to establish a firm lead with Justin. They made him feel like family. They brought him in. The visit was impeccable. Everything they could have done, uh, they they did. Tennessee did a, has done a, a bang up job, and that's why they're still very very much in the thick of things. It is not a done deal. It, by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, Kentucky is the school that Judson has always wanted to go to. He's been on record several times. He has said the dream school stuff. He said that's the school I always, you know, grew up wanting to play for. Uh, and I've said on this show several times that he was rubbed the wrong way by the by how Kentucky kind of handled the the in early parts of his recruitment. Thought that you know I shared all the love with Kentucky. I made it very clear that that was the school I wanted to go to. But they're not. You know, showing me that same love back. They're going out and they're recruiting Matas Buzelis. They're going out and recruiting Mookie Cook. They're going to recruit Ron Holland. They're going after, you know, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. And he's like, well, you know, J.J. Taylor, you know, just you you go down a long list of wings and and they're like, well, I'm a top 10 recruit in America. Five star wing. I've already said that Kentucky is a school I've always wanted to go to, and you're not going to capitalize on that. You're gonna, you know, slow play me, and I think that kind of rubbed them, you know, Justin himself and in his camp uh, the wrong way. And I and Kentucky, they will admit to you that Kentucky had a lot of ground to make up. That it was Tennessee as the clear favorite for a very long time, with Kentucky and actually Auburn kind of fighting as the two A and two B schools, basically fighting for the for second place behind Tennessee. And I I know talking to people close to Justin that they have very much appreciated that that Kentucky, the way they've turned things around, that John Calipari himself has kind of taken over this recruitment and said, all right, yep, let's cut through the noise. Let's, uh, you know. Make up for for the last several months or the last year, whatever it's been. Let's make up for it. I'm going to take over this recruitment, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to finish the job. And that's something that I think has kind of turned Justin's head. It's turned uh, the people close to Justin. has gone, all right, well, you know, you called your shot. You... We're, you know, it's no secret that we were a little frustrated with how you guys handle things. But how else do you make thing make up for that than having John Calipari lead the charge from April on? I mean, it's been four four months at this point, and uh, three, three, four months in Kentucky has been. Uh, unbelievable with their effort and, and contact, contacting Justin directly, Cal t- contacting him directly uh, and it, it it has worked and the constant showing up at Philly Live for back-to-back weekends, then going to visit him at MBPA Top 100 Camp, Cal being front and center at every single event that uh, Justin has played. He was there this. The, Cal was there this weekend to see Justin play uh, in Kansas City at the EYBL event. You just go down the list, it is time and time again. Cal has said You are mine. You know, that Mookie Cook just reopened his recruitment. uh, And, you know, they, Kentucky kind of put some feelers out and said, if things go south with Justin, maybe we'll talk. We'll figure things out. We obviously like you. You're a good kid. You know, but you turned us down the first time around and, uh, Justin is a guy that we we really want they they have proven that uh, they are prioritizing when given the chance to kind of screw things up with uh, with with Justin because of Mookie and I was told from people close to Justin that had they gone all in on Mookie Cook when he reopened his recruitment that they would have Backed out and said, "No, we're done. Uh, you, we gave you a second chance with this. Uh, you, you made up all this this ground and momentum, and you screwed it up. So no, we're, we're not. We're cutting ties. We're going to commit to Tennessee, and and that would have been that. Uh, Kentucky did exactly what they needed to do. Continue to prioritize Justin Edwards, and now they are, re- re- you know, reaping the benefits from, benefits from that. Um, now in terms of a decision timeline, he says that he." I would like to commit at Peach Jam. And the exact quote that he gave was, I got my mind on committing at Peach Jam. That's something I want to do just to get it over with. He told uh, Joe Tipton of On3. Shout out uh, Tipton Edits. He is that guy. Uh, But I will say that uh, talking to people close to Justin, they're not as optimistic that that Peach Jam decision happens because Justin has been a guy that as we have Just talked about extensively He's a guy that he has been uh, this, This decision has weighed heavily on him He's been going back and forth With this decision quite a bit uh, he has liked Tennessee And the the way they've prioritized him They've made him feel like their number one target From day one They have basically said you're going to be our guy You're going to be the guy You're the only wing that we were recruiting uh, You're going to be able to step in and be a star from day one Get as many touches, get as many shots as you want You're going to come in and be a star at the University of Tennessee And that's obviously something that has appealed to him quite a bit Kentucky is pitching You're going to come in and you're going to play alongside a lot of pros And you're going to develop and become a pro And that's something that has also appealed to him. It's a school he's always wanted to go to. He's always wanted to play for a blue blood like Kentucky. Uh, So it's kind of a a heart versus head type of deal where his heart has always been with Kentucky. He's liked Kentucky quite a bit, but his head's telling him, man, I can go to Tennessee and get, you know, 25 points a game and be the guy there. Why would I not want to take advantage of that situation? So uh, that has definitely weighed, weighed heavily on him. And he goes back and forth. I was told that uh, he'll wake up on a Tuesday and say, I'm ready to commit to Tennessee. And then he'll wake up again on Wednesday and go, nah, I'm ready to commit to Kentucky. He has gone back and forth almost by the day at this point. And uh, those close to Justin are just kind of like, you know, he he very well uh, may be using this Peach Jam as as his own personal deadline. as something like, you know, I, I can't just keep waffling at this forever. I can't keep going back and forth, back and forth. I need to sit down and, and weigh my options, do my pros and cons, and I need to come up with a final decision for myself. And I think that's, um, that I think that very well could be the case with him that he is using this Peach Jam as kind of a, a deadline for him so he can just get this decision over with, really use this next week to kind of sit down, weigh his options, and figure out what he needs to do. Uh, if you were to ask me who is the leader right now as as of Saturday evening uh, the people close to Justin say that uh, it's probably Kentucky but it's like a 55-45 situation that again he goes back and forth seemingly by the day at this point he could very well wake up tomorrow and say nah, you know what I like I, I like the idea of being the guy at Tennessee I, I appreciate that they've recruited me longer and harder and uh, you know I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go with Tennessee so this is a kid that he has proven to be very back and forth, very wishy-washy as he should be. It's a very difficult decision for him choosing between very, you know, two very solid programs. Uh, the momentum right now is absolutely with Kentucky. Uh, they've done a, an absolute bang-up job making up a lot of ground in the last couple months. But Tennessee has always been there. They've been the guy, the the school that has been recruiting him from day one, and that's not something that uh, Justin or his camp have forgotten about. And uh, we'll see who wins. I mean, it's it's a very very tight battle, neck and neck, seemingly by the day. Uh, the, the the tides shift by the day, but if you're asking me as of tonight, the tides are currently with Kentucky, and uh, it's a heck of a position to be in after starting April, uh, I mean, essentially as far back as you could possibly be. Literally, the only reason why they were even still in the conversation was because Justin uh, grew up really rooting for Kentucky and, and liked that program a lot. So uh, they've, they've done a bang-up job making up a ton of ground, and they absolutely needed to uh so yeah, we'll we'll see how that unfolds. There was a lot of talk about Auburn over the last couple of weeks that, you know, maybe that they're going to try to slide in. He himself said at MBPA top 100 camp that he would like to that his next visit was going to be to Auburn, which kind of threw uh, a lot of people off that, you know, everybody thought it was just going to be a done deal between Kentucky and Tennessee. I was told that uh, it's not completely out of the question That that visit still happens But again as I said with DJ uh, He wouldn't be able to take this visit Until after Peach Jam July 25th is the earliest He could even take that Auburn visit Because right now it's a dead period So uh, if that's the case Then he's basically going to be hitting reset On his his recruitment at least uh, Just in the short term uh, Weighing his options even further He is definitely uh, w- would not be uh, Having an imminent decision If that were the case If he was going to go add a, a third school to the mix. Uh, Auburn is pushing. I've also been told that they kind of did some stuff to screw things up with him uh, at various points that really set them far behind. And uh, they haven't put in the same work that Kentucky has to kind of make things up uh, on their end. So I, I really would just be shocked if it ended up being t- being Auburn at the end of the day. I, I do think that this is going to be a Kentucky versus Tennessee 1A, 1B battle with Auburn kind of fighting for that backup Uh, Position at this point, I just uh, I I really would be shocked if it ended up being the Tigers. But again, this is a kid that changes his mind seemingly by the day, and uh, he clearly wants to visit Auburn for a reason because uh, he he has liked that program. But everybody that I've talked to, the people close to Justin, the national guys, uh, Kentucky still thinks it's just a battle between Kentucky uh, and and Tennessee, and and I think that's uh, I think that's what it'll end up being. Uh, Kentucky like DJ. Uh, like Aaron, they are not leading on like it's a done deal in any sense of the imagination. They are not letting on that uh, that they've closed this thing and they're ready to celebrate. They know that it's going to be an absolute slugfest going down the wire, and they want to do whatever it takes to uh, claw and, and fight to get this commitment as well. This is a, a player that they are very, very high on. His two-way ability is just unreal. He's uh, you know six seven, versatile, uh, very good as a slasher, very good in transition. You know. Growing as a shooter. Uh, Just a lot to like uh, about uh, about Justin Edwards. And if you could get him next to DJ Wagner, next to Rob Dillingham, uh, and then... Obviously, if Aaron Bradshaw commits and then you uh, potentially get uh, Uganda Kingsley, I mean, that's one heck of a recruiting class alongside Reed Shepard, who's already been committed uh, since last October. So um, Kentucky certainly has the momentum. Just long story short through all this, Kentucky has a lot of momentum going for them right now, and they have done a bang-up job. Shout-out to John Calipari. Shout-out to Orlando Antigua, Chen Coleman, KT Turner. Uh, Cal himself has gone from... uh, nbpa top 100 camp in orlando flew 14 hours to spain flew back to atlanta to see Uganda kingsley at the nba global academy games and then flew up to kansas city uh to see all the nike eybl talent this, this just this past weekend alone so i mean we're talking i mean four major different stops over the course of 10 days essentially so uh cal is absolutely doing whatever it takes to get the job done if Uh, There was any talk about him losing his drive and his passion on the recruiting trail. Uh, I think he has killed any and all of those rumors uh, going down the home stretch of this. So, uh, shout out to the Kentucky coaching staff. They have made uh, these last couple weeks very fun to follow along. And if you're a Kentucky fan, Uh, be optimistic because there's there's clearly a lot of momentum Uh, they they have a dream class in mind and it's those six names I just mentioned that would be one heck of a uh, of a way to to just kind of put the exclamation point on this class as a you know what yeah things have kind of slipped just a little bit the last couple years but uh, this is this is a statement recruiting class and that's one John Calipari would absolutely love to finish with and uh, they're going to fight tooth and nail down the stretch to make sure uh, they get those kids signed, sealed, and delivered, at least verbally. And uh, I, know we, It's still a long way to go until November when they can actually sign on the dotted line, but uh, at least get them committed and uh, get this recruiting class finalized. We'll be on top of it, as always, uh, as more news develops. Uh, Peach Jams next weekend, I'll be making my way down to North Augusta, and I'll be staying the entire week, so I'll be have my ears uh, to the ground and, and uh, make sure that we get the latest and greatest uh, insights here on the Sources Say podcast. Appreciate all, appreciate all of our listeners as always for tuning in. You can find my work on Twitter at Jack Pilgrim KSR. reach out to me via email at JPilgrim at KentuckySportsRadio.com With that, we'll be back next time for the Jam-packed Sources Say podcast. We will see you then. tennessee virginia and vermont call one 800 NextStep or text next step to 42 in arizona one 888 789 or visit ccpg.org chat in connecticut 1-800-9 with it in indiana 1-800-522-4700 or visit ks gambling Help